You're listening to The Dilly Show with author Brendan Dilly, now available as a daily podcast. You can catch the show live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to dillyshow.com for details. And now, your host, Brendan Dilly. Good morning, MAGA. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I'm your host, author Brendan Dilly. It's my book right here, Still Breathing. The Wisdom and Teachings of a Perfectly Flawed Man. You picked it up on Amazon.com. BarnesandNoble.com or any other major book retailer. Don't forget, if you love this show, you can support this show right here at subscribestar.com forward slash the Dilly Show. That is subscribestar.com forward slash the Dilly Show. All right, you guys, good morning. Shout out to Lauren Eve in Ramble Rants with that incredible meme to kick us off today. I've got another really special one. I have several memes today that we're going to play that are special. But uh, super proud of my meme team, what you guys managed to accomplish this weekend, fighting back against this narrative. Uh, wow. No Stradilli all over the place. I warned everybody Thursday night. I warned them Friday morning. And now here we are, Monday morning, full court press as the uh, Rhino and the DeSantis controlled uh, opposition essentially try and gaslight you into abandoning Donald J. Trump because they say that he can no longer win a general election because he's going to be arrested tomorrow. Um, I told you this is what they were gonna do. They are using all of the talking points I warned you about. Uh, I appreciate you guys dunking on these losers on social media this weekend and correcting that narrative, letting them know that you knew it was coming and they can go fuck themselves. I appreciate you. I do have a couple of major things to tell you. Number one, I have no idea how you guys always do this, but the Pure Blood shirts are up. They've been up for a little over an hour. They are almost sold out. I don't know how you do it. If you want a Pure Blood shirt in either red or black, you've got probably minutes to get yours. And that's the red one. The black one, obviously, equally as beautiful. But they are almost gone, and I will tell you guys, I, I recognize a lot of you guys get very upset because the stuff sells like this. Uh, I will probably do another run of the Pure Blood shirts if they go as quickly as I think they are, and I'm going to get a lot of people bitching at me because by the time, you figure 50% of our audience doesn't even watch this show until later tonight, and they're going to be gone. They, they will be gone before this show is over. And so the replay audience uh, has had it with having their <laughs> losing out on an opportunity to get a shirt. So I'm probably going to order you guys some more, but we'll see. I'm very excited you guys sold them out. I also have a huge announcement to make before we get into our MAGA commerce. Today's show is probably not going to be a full length deal. Uh, I may I may end us a little early. Tomorrow's show is going to be different. Uh, last night I was contacted by. President Trump's campaign team. I have been asked to fly down to, uh, to Mar-a-Lago tomorrow and to be at the uh, announcement for President Trump tomorrow night at 8.15 Eastern time. So I'm flying out actually this evening uh, later on, so I'm scrambling. There will be a Dilly show tomorrow. I will be doing it from Florida. I'm gonna probably do it from my hotel room. Um, but I dropped everything. I got that email. And what do you do? Uh, when you, you are asked to stand with the president um, during this 
absolutely trying time. This dis- it's disgusting what's going on. Uh, for me, I felt, you know, I felt like it absolutely had to be done. My wife was like, this is not a, a debate. Book the flight. Get the hell out of here. So I will be flying down to Mar-a-Lago tomorrow. There is a speech being given tomorrow by President Trump at uh, around 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time tomorrow. Um, but I'm going to do my show from the hotel room in Florida. And then, uh, and then I'll be heading over to Mar-a-Lago and take some pictures and do what we got to do. But yeah, I mean, as soon as they, as soon as they reached out uh, and they were, they did ask, uh, the girls were going to come with me, but we just couldn't logistically make it happen short notice. But the, uh, the girls were asked, the 20s were asked to come with me as well. Uh, that is my lovely wife, Randy and Tiffy. And uh, we were going to get them to the next, next time we go to Mar-a-Lago, I'm going to bring both girls. Well, well, Daddy will have one on each arm, but this time it's just going to be me. It was very short notice, and uh, and I felt like he, uh, it, I, they need all the love and support uh, they can get right now, so that President Trump knows to keep fighting like hell. Um, yeah, so that's that's happening tomorrow. You guys will probably see me walking around just like you did on uh, Trump twenty twenty four announcement night. Uh, it's going to be tomorrow's uh, announcement is going to be broadcast everywhere, especially on. Rumble and RSBN will be carrying it as well as the Trump channel. So there you go. So that's what's going on. Uh, so I'm a little out of sorts. I've been scrambling all morning trying to get my shit together, get my suit together and business attire and everything else. And it's just been kind of chaotic. But we've got a big show for you guys today. I got a lot of heavy memes, really good stuff um, and really great content. We're going to talk heavily President Trump. We're going to talk polls. We're going to talk Rob DeSantis. And then we're going to talk a little Bud Light, which is super gay now. So, yeah, it's going to be that kind of a broadcast. All right, you guys. Dude, all right. So, full disclosure. Um, and I got to say a couple of shout-outs here. First and foremost, shout-out to producer Liz, who worked with me until 1030 last night, to get my laptop ready to roll for broadcasting tomorrow. I'm not going to bullshit you. I have no fucking idea how this is going to work. I hope it works really smooth. I'm staying in a hotel. I don't know how the internet speeds are going to be like at the hotel. Could be shit. I don't know what to expect. Um, I've never broadcast from this laptop. Uh, you guys know I don't exactly have the best fucking vision. So seeing the desktop is, or seeing the actual you know, thing is going to be kind of difficult. The other thing I'm going to tell you, tomorrow's show will probably be more vlog style. It's not going to be a lot. There's not going to be a lot of news, rather, for me to bring in and cover. Um, because I am kind of limited. The uh, We didn't work out all of the kinks. We worked out just enough for me to be able to do a show, but I don't know what I'll have available to me, if that makes sense. Like, we'll see. It's all I'm trying to tell you guys is like, we'll see. I'm going to try and make sure we can put together a show. It's, it's on the road, right? Like, this is not our normal format, um, but the fact that I was even able to pull it off is a miracle. I really wanted to get down there tonight because I wanted to have all day tomorrow to decompress. I wanted to get good sleep and so, you know, get some rest just so that I'm able to be myself tomorrow night. Uh, last time we went to Mar-a-Lago, I flew down there. I almost missed my flight. I thought I left my keys in the car. It was a, it was a sprint. And then I went to Mar-a-Lago, did my thing, and then raced back to Mad Liberal's house and passed out at his house and woke up at 4 a.m. and had to leave. I mean, it was just... I thought the shit was going to kill me. So this time I'm like, you know what? I'll spend a little extra money. I'll book a hotel so I have a place to stay for two nights. And then I'll fly home Wednesday morning. And then we'll do the show Wednesday 
just like normal. But yeah, it's just a little bit chaotic, but I'm excited and I, I feel honored. I think it's really surreal for those of you who are part of the Dilly 300. Um, you know, we, we talked about this for years. We talked about for years um, earning the acknowledgement and I think the trust of the Trump campaign and earning, earning President Trump's, uh, you know, kind of that respect. And as much as stressful as this is to do a trip like this, I recognize that this is like the blessing and the honor of life, of, of a lifetime. Um, to go from the corner of the bedroom just five years ago, you know, five years ago, we're in the corner of a bedroom on a cell phone camera talking shit, no format. All I had was my opener, right? Invite your friends, invite your family, invite your liberal coworkers. That's all I had at the time. No outros, no production five years ago. And then here we are five years later. Um, we've got uh, Team Trump taking a very hard look at several members of our team for positions within the campaign we've got uh you know some big things on deck potentially uh that we can do we're adding our expertise every week everywhere we can trying to you know turn out the content necessary to help i think keep people keep their hope alive through these dark times and and you know it used to be i i you know i'd, I'd reach out i'd say i had i've always had contacts so i've always been able to make friends so i hey you know i'd like tickets to this hey man can you get me in and to go from that, um, where I could always get VIP, but I always asked, to preemptively being invited to things is pretty cool. Um, I think that's pretty cool. I think to get to the point where we're preemptively, they're, they're asking us, hey, why don't you, why don't you come out? Um, you know, why don't, why don't you come out to Mar-a-Lago? And um, I think it's a really big deal. And, and I'm very proud of this team, and I'm proud of all of you guys uh, especially the Dilly 300, you know, we're nothing without you guys. The the show, the meme team, we wouldn't be getting anywhere uh, with having an effect on this election cycle or this culture if you, the viewer, didn't support the show, didn't share our work, didn't uh, promote it, didn't defend us. Um, you're always there. And I think everybody really appreciates, really appreciates you guys. We are in the middle of the fight of our lives. Um, I think everybody know, understands that. Uh, this is not a game. This is a man who's 76 years old. He's never been in, in, in any kind of trouble with the law. He's lived a righteous life. Um, he has especially, especially stepped into God's uh, path for him over the last decade and really allowed his gifts and his talents to be shared with the world. He sacrificed pretty much the last decade of his life which should have been where he was enjoying the fruits of his labors and he's worked harder in the last decade than he probably had in the rest of his life. And, and that's President Trump. And now he is on the eve of being arrested, uh, having his fingerprints taken, having them take a mugshot that they're going to, and, and, I, and this is the full warning, you need to understand, they are going to put that mugshot everywhere. They are going to put his mugshot everywhere you can even begin to imagine. And they're going to try and desecrate his name. They're going to try and destroy his legend. They're going to just try and take away all of his accomplishments. And they're going to try and marry him to the image of that photo. And... Uh, it is going to be the biggest fucking backfire in the history of the planet. This is going to piss off 
so many fucking people. I believe that the the powers that be, whether it's the left or the fucking rhinos or just the deep state world economic forum cunts, or maybe it's China and Russia, but I'm telling you right now, the worst thing that they will ever do is arrest Donald Trump and denigrate him that way. This is going to put, this is going to make an entire generation or two or maybe three hard as fucking nails from here on out when it comes to election shit. This is war. This is no longer just a normal political time. Yes, I understand we're almost two years out from an election and we are, I'm working right now like it's the final month of a fucking campaign. So is my wife, so is my meme team, so is Team Trump, so is Tiffy. We're all working like, literally like we're in the final 30 days of a push. And we've got almost two fucking years, but that is the, that is the, the battle that you're facing right now. It is make or break. This is either you win or you will lose your country. Sore as you, I am sitting in front of you right now. Your country will be fucking gone. They will surrender it and you will not have a U.S. dollar within five fucking years and you will lose all sovereignty. And that is really what you're actually facing. That is the reality of what you're facing. It is evil. A lot of people say that's, a, that's rhetoric or a hyperbole. The left will tell you evil isn't real. Simultaneously, they'll be grooming children for sexual exploitation. Don't listen to them. They are the embodiment of evil. This is fucking evil. And these people absolutely must be vanquished. And you cannot do that uh, any other way peacefully than at the ballot box. It's the only way. And that's what we're facing right now. And that's why we are fighting like hell. And... Uh, and this is one of the reasons I, I had to drop what I was doing. I didn't really have it in my budget to fly down there. I mean, I, I guess I did, but, you know, I'm trying to take care of my taxes. I'm trying to take care of things just like anybody else. And I was like, I got to do this. You know, so I appreciate you guys buying up all the shirts. Uh, you offset my cost to that trip. I'll probably order more shirts immediately, um, especially if you guys sell them out as quick as I think you're going to. But it's just that kind of deal, man. I, I stopped. Um, you guys, I told you this before. I'm a shrewd businessman. About two months ago, I stopped looking at how much I'm depositing. I, I, it's really, I, I don't know if it's irresponsible, but I used to measure my show in large part because I'm an entrepreneur. I'd say, okay, you know, where are we at right now in our growth? How are we doing this month? Are we having momentum? And after the month of January, I stopped counting. I am, I, I don't know how to explain it. Uh, I'm still interested. I hope I'm doing well. Um, I still, you know, I'm paying the bills. We still got bills getting paid. We're still living, you know, we still own our home. But I've st I'm just not, my headspace isn't there right now. My head isn't into the money, uh, although I, I probably do need to take a look and make sure we're on, on target. But I have been completely immersed into this fight to save this country and, and trying to use every gift that God has given me so that I can uh, funnel that, that knowledge and that, that you know, talent towards Team Trump and they can utilize it however they see fit. And I know the meme team is doing something similar. Um, that opening meme beyond powerful that was that was lorne eve that was ramble rants it was a beautiful meme they really killed it well we we had another meme that came out this morning and i think most people that watched it uh had a hard time not uh shedding tears and it went it went ultra vi uh, viral this morning courtesy of cat turd uh retweeting and so did uh our, our wonderful friend juanita broderick who we love she's just the sweetest lady and then all of you so we had these massive accounts 
Um, I don't know how many views it was up to already. It, it went mega viral. But if you guys didn't get a chance to see that on Twitter, I want to play it for you right now. Uh, I think it's special, and I think it's a good way to summate everything I just said. You can do anything. You can be anything you want to be. But in order to succeed, you must find out what you love to do. You have to find your passion, no, what, no matter what they tell you. That one was done by not a bot meme. A absolutely beautiful, dude. And I know he had prayed about that one and God answered because that was a beautiful piece of art. Team Trump loved it. I look forward to them tweeting it out. I have a feeling that one's going to be out there uh, soon because it is that good. Very good. <sighs> but this is where we're at. This is where we're at. And, uh, and I think you, you know, it's... It's a different path we're walking on these days. Um, this is not a political movement. This is an American movement. It is a, uh, it's a God movement. I think a lot of people, as they wake up to that reality, I think it's a really, it's a little stunning. Um, I know the meme team, we are in awe every day of what, what we're finding collectively, uh, the trust and the camaraderie. Uh, but also I know some of the new people are like, this is, you can tell you just like you stepped into something special and I feel that way. Um, I feel that way dealing with not just them, but also with the daily 300 dealing with team Trump. Um, the, we are the tip of the spear. Um, you guys are setting the pace. You're setting the, the pace because someone has to remind people of the humanity within 
our president, Donald Trump. And uh, they're never going to show that. They are. They were positively giddy this morning on Fox Business. And it was really gross. Um, whether it was Maria Bartiromo or Stuart Varney, you know, maybe they're excited because they know their ratings are going to be up because of what they're about to do. Maybe they're excited because they think that they finally have a way to divorce from Donald Trump without getting attacked. Whatever it was, I found it to be completely like abhorrent. It was gross. Um, the, the framing of this entire situation and the, the lack of leadership, they, they want to roll over and give the left what they want, which is time to abandon Trump. It's time to bail. It's time to bail. And I just think it's really, I think it's gross. I think it's gross. And I just, you guys can go watch. I'm not going to sit here and tell you what Maria Bartiromo said. Go watch. I always, I, I, I have a very strong aversion to fucking fear porn and pessimism porn. Thank you, Lord. It did it again. <laughs> it was a God wink. We always get that, don't we? Jesus, that's fucking bright. Hold on. <laughs> Occasionally you hit on the, uh, the message, but like the fear porn and the, 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 They're doing exactly what I told you guys on Friday. They're, they're trying to use this as a means to tell you don't waste your vote on Trump. He can't win a general election now. That's the official talking points. It went out Friday afternoon. Um, by Saturday, that's all they were spewing. And by Monday, every mainstream media outlet is spewing that talking point. It won't work. Fuck them. The fear is bullshit. Fear in any aspect of your life is total bullshit. It is. It, it comes from this idea that God's not going to have your back. And it comes from this idea, I think, that you're capable of making mistakes. When in reality, all you can do is make different choices. Some choices turn out great and some don't turn out so good. But the fear is bullshit. And they've used it for so long over the culture to control people and to control the way we think and the way we treat each other. And... Uh, at some point, I don't know, you're not going to get a lot, of, a lot more opportunities to, to believe in something and to draw a line in the sand. I think you're running out of those, those times. And this is one of those times where you get to do something righteous, like an actual righteous battle during your lifetime. And it isn't because you're going to go fight some foreigner on their dirt because the government told you they were evil. You're right here in your country and you're fighting a righteous battle within the nation to try and save its soul. And it's a chance to finally, finally vanquish a lot of the evil that's been able to germinate and grow here in America the last 60 years, courtesy of the fucking media. And so every time they tell you President Trump's no longer electable, you just dig in even deeper you go buy some more swag from the Trump store. You go make a donation to the Team Trump. You find a way to get involved. You, uh, you know, support MAGA Commerce and, and other sponsors who, who take proceeds and, and donate. 
but you got to dig the fuck in, man, because this is it. This is it, and it matters now more than ever. Um, I think that's one of the reasons I had some, like, serious anxiety this morning. I feel better right now. And it wasn't really that I felt like I couldn't afford the trip because you guys, honestly, within this is no bullshit. Within 10 minutes of me putting the of my, rather my wife, Randy, putting the pure blood shirts up, you had paid for the trip. So that was fine. It's not really the money. And it wasn't really that I felt like I wouldn't be able to do a show tomorrow because I think it'll probably be kind of old school and janksy, to be honest with you. That's if I can get it, even get it to work. And even if it doesn't work, we'll, we'll roll with whatever happens. I think I just had anxious. I was anxious because I understood the. I think I under I understood the magnitude of what we're embarking on and the power of that voice that each of us has. And I think that was where I think that's where I more than anything was getting the anxiety from. It was just like, man, I'm really I'm feeling this shit. You know, I'm feeling this shit because I understand the the uh, stakes and it's not about shit posting, which is always fun. And it's not about, you know, oh, how many clicks did you get or how many, you know, the girls went super viral this weekend too. Many of you guys probably know that. Maybe not. I don't know. Rihanna and Tiff. Rihanna's video went mega viral, ended up in the Gateway Pundit. Her and Tiffany ended up inside of some fucking article from Newsweek they were citing because, well, guess what? We have the two hottest chicks in MAGA, my 20s, and uh, they were using the girls in articles that didn't even have anything to do with Georgia. <laughs> They're like, ah, in New York, there was... Trump protesters and they used pictures of Rihanna and Tiff and I'm like, well, I can't say that I blame them. I mean, fuck, good luck finding more photogenic, you know, beautiful, patriotic women. They like, you know, they embody everything MAGA. So the girls went mega viral. This, I mean, this was the weekend for the for the uh, the Dilly Show, man. Uh, between that happening, President Trump pinning uh, Devil Dog and Lauren Eve and Miguel California and, and Leah Memes meme at the top I mean, like, you got all this incredible stuff happening and then simultaneously the girls are out there doing actual actual uh civic stuff right they were everywhere and then we got to go to we go to mar-a-lago so i mean it's just it's kind of crazy and uh in the backdrop of all that were some patriots working their fucking asses off this weekend who i want to give a couple shout outs uh the first and i'll do this I'm going to do it again in Dilly in the Wild, but I got to say a shout out, uh, a couple of a couple of shout outs. Uh, my good friend Nicole in Wisconsin uh, dropped off over 400 flyers to try and save that seat. Uh, that is for the Supreme Court um, uh, Supreme Court seat in Wisconsin, Dan Kelly. That vote is being held by tomorrow. You got to have it done. So Nicole was on the ground. She was walking her dog, going door to door, door to door, dropping off literature on Dan Kelly. Then our good friend Wheels spent the weekend phone banking from his home state for Dan Kelly in Wisconsin. He was calling around trying to get people out to vote. And also, I want to say a special shout out to our friend Israel. And Hegma sent me an email this morning, and I actually got a picture. I'll show it during Dilly in the Wild. But Hegma said that uh, Israel was phone banking as well for Dan Kelly. So I love you guys, man. This is what it's all about. It doesn't matter if you live in Wisconsin. If you want to get involved, you can be involved and you want to help turn out the vote because the bottom line is if Dan Kelly gets in, you probably are going to save voter ID and in a little bit, you know, more stringent voter laws in Wisconsin. But if he doesn't, you might as well just consider Wisconsin, uh, Minnesota fucking West because that's what it's going to be. Or East. Is Minnesota West or East of Wisconsin? Why am I drawing a blank on this right now? <laughs> I just said that show. Uh, on the... 
Which one? I think it's east. Is it east of Wisconsin? Is Wisconsin east of Minnesota? That's why I was like, wait a minute. Or is it, was it west of it? Did I have it right the first time? Someone, someone fact check me. I've never been to Wisconsin. I've been to Minnesota once. Never been to... Great, now everybody's writing the opposite. Is it, east, is it east of it or is it west? Don't make me pull up a map, you fucking lazy assholes. It's east. Okay, that's what I thought. All right, so I got it backwards. Bottom line is, don't matter where you're at, if you want to help Wisconsin stay at least purple, you're going to have to fucking... <laughs> you're going to have to turn out. <laughs> oh. You guys are so fun. Now, there's the, the great debate in the fucking D-Live chat of whether it's east or west. <laughs> I love you guys. It's funny. Anyway, um... So shout out to the Patriot, you know, those Patriots, those Dilly 300 I just mentioned, who are working their asses off to try and get Dan Kelly in there, along with Scott Pressler, who's been up in Wisconsin now for weeks trying to get it done. Shitty weather, cold, snowing, still there, doesn't matter. It's pretty cool. But as I said, the meme team was working double overtime this weekend, and one man who was trying to capture everything that was happening and all of the nonsense in the media was uh, somebody whose photograph we just featured, looking good, looking dapper, that is J. Scott Memes. Today, the battle lines began to sharpen on both the legal front and the political front. We don't need that distraction, and he needs to be able to concentrate on the legal issues that he faces. You, you had the, the police state actually spying on the first Trump campaign in the middle of an election. I don't think any right-thinking person will tell you that this indictment would have occurred but for the fact that the man's name is Donald Trump. Never, ever, ever give up. The more righteous your fight, the more opposition that you will face. Our entire system has been subverted to stop this one guy from becoming president again or from serving effectively as president when he had the office. Nothing worth doing ever, ever, ever came easy. We would have people like Alvin Bragg and Letitia James and so many others go out and campaign on the promise to take down a person, not knowing anything about them, not knowing anything about the family. You have Letitia James who's out there, I'm going to go after this family, I'm going to sue the hell out of the man. Over the course of your life, you will find that things are not always fair. We are in a fight for the future of our country, for our very existence. You will find that things happen to you that you do not deserve. They begin to use every organ of control they have in the intelligence community, the national security community, the law enforcement community, to try to control him and to control his presidency. But you have to put your head down and fight, fight, fight. All right, J. Scott memes, you crushed that thing, bro. Really well done. That's why you're part of the team. <laughs> I'll tell you, that is the uh, that is the gift, and uh, you're killing it, killing it. Also, uh, PSA, <laughs> dude, I'm gonna have so many fucking angry emails. You guys have no idea. I'm gonna have so many angry emails. Do you, you guys? There's only <laughs> there's only medium uh, in black 
and and two XL pure blood shirts left. You guys bought all the reds and the blacks look like there's only there's only a, a handful of black pure blood shirts left. Dude, those 200 shirts, you guys. I fucking, I was like, oh, we'll be okay. I think this will be, and I'm going to get so much fucking hate from everybody who watches this show at night that's going to go, are you shitting me? Because it's by far one of the most popular um, designs we've ever done. And I, I thought they'd at least last, but now there's literally just 2XL and medium left on the website. And I don't know how many. So I'm going to have to do another run. I mean, it's, I don't really have a choice. I had to do another fucking run yeah because they are, they went really quick i mean you guys are selling me out in a couple of hours 230 shirts or some shit <laughs> you guys are you guys are wild man <laughs> you're wild for that one all right yeah well uh it was that kind of a weekend um i think people are nervous they're angry they're focused. One man uh, who's definitely all of the above is this is this man, President Donald J. Trump. I want to thank everybody for the dr tremendous support you have given me against this assault on our nation. Our once beautiful USA is now a nation in decline. Radical left thugs and insurrectionists have taken over our country and are rapidly destroying it. They are using the levers of law enforcement and have completely weaponized the FBI and DOJ to interfere with, rig, and steal our once sacred elections. We are now living in a third world country, but we will come back and make America great again. And uh, I believe you, and I do believe that's exactly what we're going to do. President Donald J. Trump putting the message out there, and uh, you got to appreciate his enthusiasm. He also had this to say, election interference, which is exactly what this is. But so far, it is not going how they thought it would go. Boy, oh boy, does it feel like they fucked up. Boy, does it feel like they fucked up. First of all, let's just start here. I got so many polls we'll get into, but we're going to start with this one. The very first post-indictment poll, Donald J. Trump surges to a 33-point lead. You're talking about a fucking 21-point swing in little over two weeks. Trump up 12, DeSantis down 9 since March 14th. They do not understand we the people. Only Trump does. And this is a stunning number when you realize how quickly they have handed him the primary. This is just one poll, but they're all doing the same thing. The DeSantis people, I think, are starting to panic a little bit. You got to understand, a lot of these people are political operatives. This is their main gig, getting paid off of riding coattails. And now that they know they made a bed that they have to sleep in, if Donald Trump becomes the nominee, many of these people are out of a job for four fucking years. Do not let Team DeSimps back on the Trump train. Not now, not ever. 
President Trump's not going to allow any of these people to get jobs. He's not going to elevate any of these people, and he shouldn't. But this indictment has infuriated the American public, absolutely pissed them off in ways people cannot even imagine. And now they're trying to do this shit. They're going to like they're going to go and they're going to hit that mugshot and that mugshot that mugshot is going to be a rap album cover by the end of the year. Someone's going to be like this is some straight up bullshit. And there's a lot of people in this country who have been marginalized and left to dead left for dead by this government for years who are going to see this behavior and say fuck that. It ain't right. What they're doing to that man ain't right. We know it. We all know it. They've done something they should not have done. They fucking, this is, this is beyond politics now. This is beyond politics. You've went way beyond. You're no longer trying to stop Trump because of his policies. You're no longer trying to, trying to stop Trump because you disagree with him economically or immigration-wise because you know all of his policies were right. You know he was doing right for the American public. This is no longer about what, what his, even his, his platform is. You have made this personal in ways that no one can come back from. And what you did was you made this fucking war. That's the devil dog. It's the devil dog with Leah Meme singing that thing. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And it is war. They've crossed the Rubicon, man. They have, they, we, are, we are way past just doing politics now. Um, bullshit indictment. Bullshit allegations. Past the statute of limitations. Ratcheting up a bunch of... A, a fuck, even if it were legitimate, they were only misdemeanors. Ratcheting them up to felonies to try and slander him. All they wanted was that fucking photo op, dude. That's all they wanted. They just want to take a picture of him standing there in a mugshot. They just want to humiliate him. And uh, if this is not one of the most biblical experiences you've ever had, I don't know what is. I don't, this, is this is incredible to see what they are doing to an, an elected president, someone who was a, a sitting president just two and a half years ago. A man that did great things for this country, a man that really, really cared. And to see them do this, to treat him the way that they would treat uh, someone who had a, a record a mile long, to see a man who's 76 years old, who was the president of the United States, who's a candidate for the presidency, 
to see them bump those bullshit misdemeanors up to felony charges just so you can arrest him for that mugshot, my fucking God. It's got me so heated. It's got me so heated I have to measure my words because of how angry I am and also how absolutely committed I am. Fuck these people, man. Honestly, that's, you know what? We're here. We got to go ramp. We got to go uh, Phantom Shadow on this one. Honestly. Infuriating. It's infuriating. You can't look at this and not get fucking pissed off. It's these people. Look, man, when you when you fuck over your average person, they kind of just assume, all right, well, I'm just a speck of dust. This is what happens occasionally. But when you fuck over a good person that's a, a billionaire who is the president of the United States and who is beloved, and you're fucking him over in a way that you're just trying to humiliate him. All of those normal people that are little specks of dust like me and you get super fucking pissed. I'm fucking pissed. I'm never going to give up now. Like, now I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, gloves are off completely as if they weren't already, but now I'm like, I don't care. I'm even at the point now where I'm like, the hell with self-preservation. Like, all right. Like, I had a plan for my life. I had some shit I was going to work on and I was going to focus on, but you know what? Now, I'm. this is it. This is all I want to do. I guess maybe that's where I was coming from earlier when I told you guys I'm going through this bizarre experience where as an entrepreneur, I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm basically checking my account. Like, do I have money to work? And the money's in there to pay bills. I'm like, all right. But normally I would do, I would measure my ledgers. I'd be looking at, okay, what's working? What's not? Where's my cost going? Where's it? I can't even bring myself to fucking care about it right now. I'm too focused because I'm mad. I'm mad because it's wrong. And And it's, it's, I can handle losing as a man. I can handle losing legitimate races to good ideas. But having your country hijacked by foreign cunts and having your president, a good man, a patriotic father, friend, husband, and candidate for the presidency who's leading everyone in every poll, to have them try and drag and sully his name has got me feeling some kind of fucking way, man. It just does. It's, it, hits, it hits different. It hits like it's a fucking friend of mine or a personal family member. And now he's heading into New York City, heading into that shithole that he escaped to go and have this disgusting criminal district attorney get a mugshot out of Donald John Trump. Now we're never going to stop. Way beyond Trump, we're never going to stop. You just, you're doing something right now that you're never going to be able to undo. You're never going to be able to undo it. What you have done and how you have done it is going to go far beyond. All those people that were quiet and wanted to be left the fuck alone are starting to come out of their houses and they're not happy. They're coming out and they're like, okay, this ain't going to work for me. Every single person listening to this right now, whether you're on my podcast or whether you're watching this on The Dilly Show, every single one of you needs to have a Trump 2024 flag in front of your house or on your vehicle by the end of the week. No excuses. They're less, they're 10 bucks. They're 10 bucks. It's not going to bake the, it's not going to break your bank. It's $10. You need to get at least one Trump flag, every single one of you. We need these things everywhere. A show of strength that they can never overcome. Something else, man. Something else. Seeing this happen in real time is crazy to me. 
It's crazy to be a part of it. It's crazy to be at this level of it. It's crazy that we're even living through it. President Trump heading to New York. Fuck. All right. The good news is this. All right. We're going to talk more polls because I showed you one before the uh, end of the first hour, but I'm not done. I want to show you more because it wasn't just one poll. President Trump is crushing everyone all the way across the board in all of the polls right now. New Hampshire poll for the Republican primary, 58%. President Donald J. Trump next closest is Rob DeSantis at a poultry 17%. Pitiful. Absolutely fucking pitiful. But like I said, President Trump is screaming up the polls right now. They know it. Everyone can see it. This one is a multi-candidate GOP primary polling uh, done by Yahoo and YouGov. President Trump showing a, uh, he was up one in January 16th. He was up 16 February 27th. And now he's up 31 points in that same poll. There you go. There you go. That's called opening up a can of fucking whoop-ass. Rob DeSantis deserves to get bodied. He is a terrible, terrible governor. A terrible human being. Some of you may not, you go, oh, Dilly, that's not right. Don't say that. He's not a terrible governor. Yes, he fucking is. For those of you who were enjoying the state of Florida because you didn't have to live near a bunch of fucking welfare queens, you can kiss those days goodbye. Rob DeSantis just signed legislation into law that's going to uh, fund, I think, nearly a billion dollars in uh, government housing, workforce housing, courtesy of Rob DeSantis. If you ever wondered how they took a state like California where everyone wanted to live the California dream and be near the ocean and enjoy the sun, sunshine and the beach. If you ever wonder how they destroyed that place, this is exactly how they fucking did it. That is a Democrat fucking uh, talking point. And the fact that DeSantis just signed it so that they could add a bunch of government fucking low-income housing is beyond disgusting. 731 million, I believe, was the number. Good luck with that shit. Ask Californians how they felt when their multi-million dollar homes all of a sudden had legit welfare recipients living next door because the government seized real estate and built it within wealthy areas. It destroys the values. Enjoy I hope you love living near fucking absolute hoods because that's what you're about to be doing. You're about to be living near the ghetto and you won't be able to escape it because you're not even going to have to move. You don't even have to move to the ghetto now. In Florida, they're going to bring the ghetto to you just like they did in California. This fucking guy, he wonders why he's getting his absolute ass kicked right now in all of these polls. Don't worry, I have more. So first, you got this one here. This is the Yahoo YouGov poll. We've already shown you two others. How about this one? 
How about the uh, poll for Trump Super PAC conducted by Tony Fabrizio? President Donnie J. Trump continuing to open. Pretty much every poll has Trump up 30. That's, that's the consensus number. It's somewhere between 30 and 31 points. President Trump is whipping the ass out of that piece of shit, DeSantis. Every single poll showing it. The only ones that don't are the ones that Team DeSantis and his fucking idiot uh, handlers are funding. Like when they pay for a poll, you get a different result. But when you get just legitimate third-party polls done, this is what it looks like. Surging Trump. My guess is after they take that mug shot, President Donnie J is going to be over 60. I think he could be at 60% by the end of this week. That mug shot is going to infuriate America infuriate they think they know what they're doing they have no fucking clue what they're doing Karl Rove has no fucking clue what he's doing they think they know but they have severely underestimated the American public could Donald Trump win a general election uh, my view is no but we'll see Donald Trump is not a good candidate to face Hillary Clinton would make it uh, possible for her if she's the nominee or Bernie to win an election they should lose. Well, first of all, he's not going to be the nominee. I'm pretty confident of that. And so let's continue moving forward on this campaign where I think we're going to nominate someone that actually has a chance to win in the general election. Donald Trump's support is not growing. It's kind of plateaued. I'm beating him awfully badly in the polls. But you're not beating Hillary. So I don't know. Well, then if I can't, if, hey, if I can't beat her, you're really going to get killed, aren't you? <laughs> Sorry to keep you waiting. Complicated business. Complicated. <laughs> Whoopsie. They'll tell you, yeah, you can't win in a general. Shut the fuck up. Just take care of just take care of what needs to be taken care of. You're gonna be just fine. So you're probably thinking to yourself, so they, they actually believe the meatball. The meatball is who they're gonna they're gonna put. On top of that fucking uh, pedestal, huh? That's what you're going to put up there? Really? You think that that guy's going to be Donnie J. Trump? Because I don't think he is. I really don't. Can I, can I, can I just interject for a second? Let, let me just say, you are, you are putting the pussy up on the pedestal. What are you even talking about? Just building the pussy up. What does that mean? You making the pussy into this great big Greek goddess named Pussyliath. I'm putting the pussy up on a pedestal. Right. That's it. That's a Phantom Shadow special. <laughs> oh my God, Phantom. I saw you guys were, this isn't even everything from the weekend. I grabbed as much as I could, but I've been kind of scatterbrained this morning. I'm trying to do too many things at once. But it wasn't just Phantom, man. That ramble was all over this too. This shit's ridiculous, watch. <laughs> Today, you little meatball. Okay, we gotta make this look real. Ow, hey, not too hard. Hey, come on, I tried girl, what the hell's wrong with you? Everything that he does, whatever you thought he oh, was. Oh, George. Meatballs lying, globalist meatball, 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 me
Meatball, the bribe taker. <laughs> what, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. I love that nobody wanted to take responsibility for it, so they just made Mike put his voice over it and slapped a meme team sticker at the end. Yeah, nobody wanted to take credit for that one. They're like, ah, it was kind of a collaborative thing. They're like, no, nah, Mike, you do the voiceover work. He's like, you sure? I feel like someone else could do it. No, 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 Mike, you do this one. You got it, man. Miguel Forty, why don't you go ahead and sing over this? Uh, okay, but is are you are you going to use Mike? No, 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 we'll just we'll say the meme team did it. Nobody will know it's you. It'll be fine. We'll say we all did it. What is, what is this, dude? Oh, come here, you little Meatball, the bribe taker. <laughs> you got Trevor doing the fucking Mickey Mouse voice. Oh, dude, that's that's dangerous. Low key, that's dangerous. Given what we've got to go against, dude, Trev doing Mickey Mouse could be super dangerous because there's a whole, whole bunch of shit I want him to say now is Mickey. Holy moly, especially... Oh my god, especially with the <laughs> meatball running in Florida. Yee. Well done, guys. You guys killed that thing. You guys, there's something wrong with you, though. You had way too much time on your hand this weekend. <laughs> no, Leo, I'm not playing it again. No, two times is enough on that one. We're not playing that one a third time. All right, I got to talk about something that's kind of weird. Um, Let's let's talk about something. Like I feel like it's a good cultural moment for the Dilly three hundred, right? I'm trying to figure out this this is probably gonna hit hard for some of you. So we'll play the appropriate opener. I used to like you, but you cuss too much. You're not a good Christian, you're not exactly like us. I am subscribed. Trolling. I used to like you, but you cuss too much. You're not a good Christian, you're not exactly like us. I am subscribed. It is rolling, cause it is trolling. All right. So certain conversations that you can have that really just anger people, right? And uh, we do it on the show quite frequently, but there is one subject that I think is a sore subject um, for some people, and that is their choice in beer, okay? Now, I get it. I know. Your daddy drank a beer. Now you drink that beer. Yeah, I got it. It's part of your... Friends, oh, my friends, we all drink that beer and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Look, once Anheuser-Busch was bought out by a bunch of fucking foreigners, you don't, that's not an American beer company anymore, okay? And even when it was, Bud Light 
is a beer for people that want to like socially look like they're enjoying a beer, but actually just like tasting skunk piss that is watered down and you got to drink 63 of them to get a head change. Okay. Bud Light was kind of a gay ass beer before they started asking you to shove the bottles up your asshole. Okay. Even before that, even before they started doing marketing where they're like, hey, hey, who wants to drink 11 of these? And then fuck a shim in the ass, huh? But even before that became the official stance of Bud Light, like drink till you fuck a dude is the newest slogan that they are, they're using now. And they rolled it out with this fucking guy. Bud Light partners with trans activist Dylan Mulvaney for March Madness. This isn't a parody. So, you know, it's a... Like, oh, dude, hey, man, did you bang that tranny? Bro, it was the Bud Light. I had too many Bud Lights. Next thing I know, I got a dick in my mouth. Whoopsie. Absolutely disgusting. This is a, it's the end of a brand. This is the end of the, no, is that, wait, is that Casey DeSantis? No, that's not Casey, is it? They got the same arms and neck, but no, I don't think it is. You guys might be mistaken on that. Anyway, it's absolutely brutal. Um, now, I agree. You know, some people would say that trans activist Dylan Mulvaney is not brave. You know, they say, oh, you're a freak. You're not brave. But I actually disagree with you guys. I actually 100% disagree with you guys. Because every time Dylan Mulvaney gets some dude shit-faced and takes him home to you know, get plowed in the ass. There is an inherent risk that Dylan knows that, that man, after his 15th Bud Light, is not aware that he's about to find a sheenus between his legs. You understand? There is a very real chance Dylan Mulvaney, every time he goes home to have some kind of reckless fornication with some unsuspecting guy that's completely inebriated from copious amounts of Bud Light and Quaaludes. And now he's going to go home and he's going to reach down there expecting to feel something that is not a sheenus. And instead, bam, wiener. And Mulvaney, this could end very badly for you. One day you're going to take home the wrong man. You're going to take home a guy that really, really, really does not want the sheenus. And he's going to be super pissed off. Anyway, before that happens, I think it's important that Soul Memes and California pay tribute to Dylan Mulvaney. Budweiser presents Real Men of Genius. Real man of genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Chick with a lady penis. Mr. Chick with a lady penis. You walk the earth with great hair and an enormous penis. Hung like a horse. You think by over-exaggerating women's mannerisms that you can pass as a real woman, but no one's buying it. We can see the bulge. You wear makeup. Take tons of estrogen and wear designer dresses in hopes you can pass the smell test, but we see through it. Can't hide the Adam's apple. So 
crack open an ice cold Budweiser, Mr. Chick with a dick, and then crack open another for that enormous set of balls. Coconut's biggest church bells. The Dilly Meme Team, Mega for Life. disturbing bro <laughs> y'all need jesus man what the, the hell were you doing all weekend were you guys just fucked up having fun huh that was terrible that was disgusting good god man this is a children's show this is a children's show i didn't know we were gonna talk about this this is horrific and offensive and horrific but mostly offensive <laughs> Mike, I can't believe you sang those lyrics. The things that we have gotten Mike to sing, like, it's pretty amazing the shit we get this guy to say, like this one. Huh? Huh? She sucks dick sometimes. That's terrible. And you know what? You know what? This time I'm not blaming Miguelfornia. You can blame the queen of meme. Her name is Soul Memes. She put him up to that. She... Absolutely has corrupted our Miguelifornia. Soul Memes has put him up to that. That was that was the queen of memes. She's like, I have an idea. I need you to sing about Dylan Mulvaney's huge wiener. And he was like, are you sure? And she was like, yeah, yeah, you just do it, man. It's going to be great. It'll be legendary. And yeah, Soul Memes did that. That was all her. All right, let's seriously talk about this booze thing. <laughs> she said I did write the lyrics. All right, listen to the booze thing, okay? All right, fine, fine. I get it. Some of you drink alcohol. I get it. I occasionally will have a drink. I can't remember the last time I had a booze. Oh, I had, last time I had a drink was Rihanna's birthday, so over a month. All right, I don't really drink. It's not my deal, um, especially not right now. I feel like my focus needs to be, like, laser-focused. Even my workouts are different right now. Workouts are centered around more military style, uh, not doing any bodybuilding, all functional training. But listen, let me candidly tell you the sad, sad reality about beer, okay? Beer is highly estrogenic. You want bitch tits? Drink lots of beer. You want, you want to have a hard time getting your dick hard? Drink tons of beer. You want to have issues with your fucking... Uh, your body and uh, body fat, drink tons of beer. You want to be lethargic and dopey, drink tons of beer. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't have, you can't have an occasional beer. I'm just telling you, the deep state keeps trying to market to you with shit that, like if you pay attention, they're making you healthier, more, more intelligent, and helping you make better choices. Have you noticed? Whether you like it or not, it's pushing you towards a better version of you. It's the craziest thing because you really shouldn't be. Occasionally having a beer is fine, but dude, if you're pounding beer after beer, you gotta knock that shit the fuck off. Not right now. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, man? What do you? What if you? What if your family turns to you on a fucking whim? You wake up one morning and your family's like, "What's the plan?" And you're low key hungover. And your brain's not as sharp as it should be. And you're not as fit as you should be. And they need you. And you're like, I can't really be there for you right now. Because dad was drinking five beers a night for the last fucking 10 years. I'm just telling you. It's a weird ass time. And you might want to fucking start hedging. 
Like maybe use your alcohol as the occasional reward for something you've done. Maybe you get to 200 phone calls for that race in Wisconsin and you're like, okay, at the end of the 200 calls, I'll let myself have a beer and then I'll do another 300 and have maybe, maybe one more beer and that's it. But I'm just telling you, all of the shit that you think is like, oh, it's, oh, I like that, man, I'm into that. Most of it isn't really your identity. It's just shit that they gave you to try and control and pacify you. Booze, drugs, all of it is forms of escapism. Television, all of it is a form of like, oh, I just want to get away from my reality. I don't drink because my reality is fucking awesome. Like, not to be disgusting, but why the hell would I want to have drunken sex with my wife? Have you seen my wife? Like, if there was ever a reason to be completely stone sober, it's wanting to remember everything you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you drink, you get shit-faced to bang an ugly chick. You sober the fuck up when you're, you're smashing dime pieces, dude. I'm just saying, like, most of it is to pacify you. Most of it's to make you forget you drive a piece of shit or live in a fucking shanty or you have a fucking ugly wife. That's most of what they do, or a shitty husband. You got to get away from this shit. As soon as you put down the forms of escapism, you're going to start taking responsibility for what you've created in your life, and then you're going to either fucking go back to the drinking because you can't cope, or you're going to change your outcome. I mean, that's the truth. The truth is... You should want to be sober. You should want to embrace your life. You should want to walk in the front door. You should want to drive whatever's in your driveway. And if you're not feeling that way, stop numbing it like fucking Novocaine using shitty fucking foreign beers, okay? Like, it ain't going to be, it's never going to, your problem's going to still be there. Two beers later, oh, I'm just coping, man. No, you're not. You're not doing shit. You're escaping because you're scared and you don't want to be responsible. You just don't want to be responsible for how your life is turning out. So you're like, okay, this will make it easier. Instead of facing it and changing it, I'll just numb it and drink shitty fucking beer and say something like, oh, I'm an American. That's what Americans do. Meh. What you should do is get laser focused. You should get focused and you should pray and you should identify a plan of action for changing your life and changing your country. We don't got any room anymore. We don't have room for alcoholics anymore. We don't got room for drug addicts. We don't got room for flandering fucking idiots. We don't got room for romantic bullshit drama that takes us all away from our purpose. We don't have any time left. It's now is the time. Now is crunch time. If you want to get sober, get sober. You want to stay fucking focused and help the president win this country back, do that. You want to reward yourself periodically after you actually earn it, then do that. As somebody who has bought a lot of Trump swag, nothing felt as good on my fucking head as something I earned. You understand? Same thing goes if you guys want to have a beer. Alcoholism is by far, in my opinion, the worst of any addiction. I think it's, I, I have coached alcoholics and I have coached heroin addicts and I'm going to tell you straight up, dealing with alcoholics is way worse because no heroin addict ever got high and called me in the middle of the fucking night to curse me out because I was their life coach. But I've had an alcoholic do that and leave crazy, angry, fucking voicemails. I'm just telling you, 
whatever your weakness is, just know that it's more than likely something that they that you're playing into their hands. You're playing into the people who are trying to destroy your country. This was part of their game plan. Part of their game plan is keeping you fat, dumb, and sedentary. That's the whole objective. Look at John Cardillo, for example. That's a great example. Look at that guy. Just go look at his photos. Look at his stupid fucking fat, swollen, drunk, bulbous nose and his stupid fucking giant beer gut with his huge fucking C-cup titties, okay? And his fucking flat, no fucking muscle-having pancake ass attached to those tiny dwarf-like fucking little spindly legs on top of those fucking platform-wearing feet. You understand? Like, do you really want to be that guy? You want to be that guy with a perma stench of booze and sadness and fucking failure? Huh? No, you don't want that. Because you can't shake that off. It won't matter what you do in life. You'll still always be that. That squatty, dumpy, fat, ugly, loser piece of shit. And it won't matter. It won't matter what you do. So you guys, you just gotta, you gotta look at people that you're like aspiring to. Or maybe it's the best version of you. Maybe there's a version of you that used to be clean and sober. That was focused and fit and healthy. Why not be that again? Just be the best version of you again. Hmm? I'm just saying there's like what we can do when you're actually focused and you're not distracted and you're not trying to cope when you're actually like dedicated to your own life and the purpose of saving this country. We can do anything. Okay. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. All right. I think I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. I got to get ready for tomorrow. I have a, I have a flight. To West Palm Beach tonight. I will then check into my hotel. I will get set up first thing in the morning for the show tomorrow. And I have no idea how it's going to go, but God willing, it goes smoothly. We're going to do about an hour tomorrow, maybe, depending. I have no idea. Um, it, it'll depend on our technology setup. But that's what we're doing tomorrow. And then I'm going tomorrow, I'll go tomorrow night to support our president on behalf of you, the Dilly 300. But, uh, God bless you, God bless America, and God bless our president, Donald J. Trump. I am author Brendan Dilley, and I will be back tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern for another episode of The Dilley Show. Until then, let's keep taking it all back. I'll see you guys. But there is no way. This is the United States of America. We're not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that. We came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. We're not going to get calmer as years go by. We're going to get more fired up. We're going to want more. I want more. This culture war, you fucking idiots, is not, is not something about the just, oh, the next re-election. We want it all back. We want our schools back. We want our education. We want our higher education back. We want our banking back. We want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back. We want our music back. We want our sports back. We're fighting for all of it. I won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of Americanism back and actually representing America. We're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us who have the exact same attitude and thoughts and approach. We're raising children. You're aborting them, we're raising them. We're raising them to vote. We're raising them to recognize bullshit. We're training them to not trust the, the uh, government or the media. We're training them in weapons. We're training them in free speech. We're not a fucking thing the left can do about it. We're not going away. This is only the beginning. 
Globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era Republican, rhino, sellout, scumbag, globalist approach to things. This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America, except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just gonna have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere.